that that being negatively geared, they actually can't keep up, uh, and that they can't continue to grow to grow, and or they'll have hit their serviceability, and they need a different uh, a different answer to the question of growing their portfolio, uh, and then they would have some equity left in their investments or their home, and often they would also have a small deposit to to combine with it. And talk us through, I think what you just said before, where they start with that educational, talk us through if someone's watching out there, the boot camp and how that sort of goes. Is that online? Is that face-to-face? Describe that yeah, sort so of part we're of the about to, um, So we have, uh, we've just sort of started, we ran um, some evening boot camps for some clients coming in uh, as the first time in commercial property and they've been in evenings for about two and a half hours. We go through some commercial property foundations and we take them through a comparison between residential and commercial and how that journey is, like an investor's journey. And then we get our finance broker to talk about finance because there's heaps of questions about how do you finance a commercial property um, mm. and just give them the foundation then we get them to book into a strategy call with us uh, and then moving forward we can help them map out uh, and personalize that strategy and build a profile around the type of property but uh, we actually are because of the demand of people wanting to actually learn more as you said about commercial property and about being really confident as an investor mm-hmm. uh, we've actually about to launch our two-day boot camp uh, where it's going to be on in May, on the 22nd and 23rd of May, a weekend, where we're actually bringing our whole team in so they get to speak to a, uh, a financial planner, accountants, and as well as lawyers to see how the whole flow goes, you know, because it's putting the pieces together, you know, what entity to buy in, uh, when do I sign the contract, uh, if I want to buy in my super, because some of, um, about, I think, one in three of our clients buy in their super as well. Yeah. So guiding through that process uh, and to finally uh, learning about you know we've got property inspectors out there property scouts out in different states and what they do so and and that whole journey so they come out of that two days and they're really ready to launch they're ready to sign contracts (laughs) yeah yeah. but from from that two days they should have a really good understanding to to look at real commercial and start to decipher what sort of a good potential purchase and what's not so instead of looking at 10 properties they may have been able to narrow that down to three or four just from online and then be able to narrow that down to a good one or two because there'd be nothing worse than you see 10 and you buy the the worst one just because you don't know what to look at and you don't know if a rent's inflated or stuff like that yeah yeah and they often come with a that they need to switch over a little bit to a commercial mindset that mm-hmm. um, in residential things are done a little bit differently. Um, and uh, when they do commercial, they bring that same mindset in and they are looking at, um, at things from a totally different perspective. And as they're getting them to switch that and say, no, no, this is how it works in commercial. These things stop mattering and other things start to become more important. Yes. You were going to say, Mark? Are they normally, the properties you're recommending, you normally suggest vacant or tenanted uh, so most of our clients will look for a tenanted property because it's their first property. Uh, by the time they get to their second property, uh, some of them, the, the length of the tenancy or, or the, the like the lease itself matters a little less because they've got some more confidence. Um, and by the time they get to their third property, a lot of them will look for a partially vacant property and some of them will go to a vacant property that they want to add value to. Yeah, and, and that's because because I, I, I generally see there's a, a better yield when you're buying a vacant vacant property, but obviously a lot of people, if it's their first, they just don't have the confidence and they 
they definitely don't have the they're just getting the confidence on the sales side let alone the leasing side of things so they sort of look at something empty and i wouldn't know where to start so um but you see those seasoned commercial investors they love vacant yes i understand it could be empty for three months six months but they know they could end up with a seven percent yield if they pick that right one yeah so a lot of the times they also have cash flow from the first couple of deals they've done so they now can support um buying a vacant property or a partially vacant property and they've got some cash flow to do it up and add value so um and then they've got some free time because we talked about not working as hard and getting passive income so some people they're in on holidays doing the figures yeah they start they go oh look we might just work one day less and now they can work on their portfolio yes and just before we wrap up, um, what's your outlook for the next six to 24 months of commercial property? Well, I think that the market is going to be yeah. really, really hot in the next six to 12 months. So buyers need to be quick if they want to get in. They need to actually be market ready beforehand. So rather than getting there and go, oh my God, I've got to find the entity. I've got to go and find my loans. They've got to be market ready because the yeah. next six to 12 months, we're going to see the yield compression. Not only, um, I think Sydney will come back uh, a little bit more. So we'll get a bit more yield compression here. Uh, we're going to see a lot of yield compression in regional areas because a lot of people are moving in regional. And we do a lot of deals in regional. Uh, and we're going to see uh, areas like um, also uh, Melbourne that's going to come back because people get a bit more confidence um, and, and also we'll get a lot more Melbourne uh, investors as well into the Sydney market in, in, in Sydney metro as well as regional uh, as they're looking for diversification out of their portfolio. Because where's your... Yep, go Mark. Sorry, when you say yield compression for people that are watching, um, so you'll get people will get rent uh, back on a per purchase from a property. So say they're buying something for a, let's just use a million dollars because it's round. They'll they'll generally get like they well they used to get like a seventy percent a seven percent return. So when when they're buying and now that property is returning four percent on what they're purchasing it for, that's called yield compression, is it? So it's starting to go in that in that yes, direction. Sir. Traditionally, if they were going to regional um, an area, say like a Townsville or a Rockhampton, it would be a 9% yielding property. So they're getting a $90,000 wow. on a million dollars. Um, and um, wow. on a normal day, they'll they'll clear about $50,000 in, pass, in passive income on that one deal. Mm. But now um, we're seeing Townsville go to about a 7.5% to an 8%, a 7.5% wow. to an 8%. So uh, essentially, yeah. they're still clearing the same because the interest rate is lower than what they bought in say 12 months or 18 months ago but so they're doing the same but the the returns on that property is a little bit less um if they're in sydney obviously uh instead of being at sevens we'll, we'll go to fives we're already at fives a lot of times and the the bigger brand name tenants probably go to a three or a four so uh yeah so on a million dollars that's a thirty thousand dollars to fifty thousand dollars in net rent coming through but if you're getting an interest rate at two percent you're still getting some positive cash flow and ultimately um how much cash flow it depends on how much risk you're willing to take good point there cash flow big risk they, they run pretty um in sync but it's been lovely to have you on anything else you want to um end off here helen i'll put your website in here so uh, if anyone wants to get a hold of you, your details are there. From really, they can contact you if they know nothing about commercial and want to learn. You can basically hold them through that whole process to settlement and then even their second and third and have that community, which I think is very powerful. 
Yeah, um, if you are looking for additional information. And Helen, it's Michael's problem. birthday today. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You can go on holidays as after yes. 5 p.m. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but not before. <laughs> Make another sale. Exactly. Um, Very well said. Well, Birthday if sample. you are looking for additional information on commercial property, um, I do have a YouTube channel, so look for Commercial Property Roadshow with Helen Tarrant. It actually has um, lots of me doing inspections. It's got me doing information about commercial property, different areas of commercial property. So, um, and that's uh, it's called uh, Commercial Property Roadshow uh, with yeah uh, with um, Helen Tarrant. Yeah. So Beautiful. that's probably put... it's on YouTube. So or just Google Helen Tarrant on YouTube and you'll find me. Um, yep. and, uh, and then I've also got a podcast. So there's plenty of information out there, um, or just simply Google Helen Tarrant and it'll come up with lots and lots of things. Um, uh, but the main thing is, uh, get some education, get yourself market ready and then be ready to launch. Yeah. And don't be, and embrace not knowing about commercial and loan. Don't just go, it's too hard basket because as you said, there are huge opportunities in commercial property. You, you've just got to do some research to find someone who can help you through the process. And being in the industry, I don't really know of anyone doing what you're doing. Yes, we know buyers agents, but not the community side of things that you can sort of go, is this really a good purchase when you're not talking to the agent who wants to sell it or just the sole buyer's agent who wants you to buy it as well. You can have that sort of um, personal perspective, which I think is very powerful. Where are you in Sydney? Alan, are yeah, you are you Sydney based? We've got a team in Melbourne yeah. and also a team in Brisbane as well. Okay, Good. great, awesome. Thank, thank you very much for coming on this thank morning, Helen. It's been an absolute pleasure. Fantastic. Thanks for thank coming on. Happy birthday, Birch. Thank yeah, you. Happy birthday. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.